Hello, colorful cast of characters. Akko here. Marcy will be joining in a moment, but before the episode, which is hilarious, I wanted to give a quick shout out. So this episode is about speculative fiction and a speculative fiction magazine. And my friend is part of this very cool workshop that has its own speculative fiction magazine coming out. So the workshop is called Voodoo a summer workshop, and it focuses on Black and Black queer authors who do Afrofuturistic speculative writing. I know, what is that everything that CPBC stands for? It just might be. So they actually have this really cool Kickstarter for their first anthology. If you want to check them out, if you want to see them, my friend who writes in it is a wonderful writer. I care for her so dearly. So check them out. Check out their workshop if you're interested in perhaps writing it yourself. They also have a website if you want to check them out there. And yeah, also, before we get started, this episode does talk a lot about food and cuisine, which may not seem like it could be a trigger, but I know for some people, food can get a little bit odd. So if at any point during the show, you're like, hey, this isn't for me, that's okay. Turn us off. It's perfectly fine. But also, it might be a fun place to explore sort of a fun, more low stakes (laughs) approach to eating and food. So without further ado, talk to you soon. Hey, I'm Akko. And I'm Marcy. And welcome back to the Color Pages Book Club. That's right. Mm -hmm. It's us. Again, you know, for that bi-weekly podcast that focuses on fiction, fantasy, Mm -hmm. and magical realism, written by writers from Colorful Backgrounds. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, God. (laughs) Um, And yes, hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome back to our Summer Short series, which is, you know, a series where during the summer, we just decide, you know what? Fuck it to consistency. Fuck it to whatever (laughs) we were doing throughout the year. We just go do Mm. whatever we want. So, you know, weather's hot, skies out, thighs out type energies. So we just do a whatever, whatever reading short stories poems watching movies all all types of shit so mm-hmm. yes yeah and today is no different i know typically we don't do repeats but whatever it's the summer okay who it's a cares look at that <laughs> maybe it's a remake we don't know but Period. we are back with fire with the explanation hey. magazine that's right so if y'all don't remember fire with an explanation point magazine is a speculative fiction (laughs) magazine that actually launched in 2017 and is a rebirth of the fire magazine from the harlem renaissance Mm. that was called fire without an exclamation point um so just in case you were wondering (laughs) i feel like i've got those switched i feel like the other one had an exclamation point this one doesn't but here we are just know fire is spelled f-i-y-a-h and yeah and you can find them online they always have the dopest cover art oh my god it's beautiful. There was there was another one I just wanted to get the poster of, which you can on the website. But um, and they always have a soundtrack to go with whatever magazine really? they have. Yeah. So honestly, we probably should have listened to it. All right, you <laughs> you you've seen we did not do our due diligence. But anyway, today we are reading ex- excerpts from the twenty third edition summer mm-hmm. twenty twenty two called Food and Cuisine. 
Oh, yes, 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 yes. And um, going in, I was like, oh, stories about food, how fun and normal. And then I read the stories and was like, ah, yes, 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 the speculative fiction. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Anything <laughs> truly can happen. Okay, cool. So like, are carrots just carrots? Stay tuned. So, yes. <laughs> That's what's up. But before we get to that, mm-hmm. I have a question. Ooh. What is your question, friend? Yeah, so, you know, this magazine is about food, this issue. And mm-hmm. we all, I feel, have a favorite feel, food, a favorite oh. meal, you know, like a favorite something. Mm-hmm. I want to know, not what it is, I guess that's too easy. Right. Not as opposed to ease, I guess. Right. Fuck tranquility. Um, <laughs> Fuck ease. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck rest. <laughs> Put it on hard mode every time. Right. <laughs> It's like, why? <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what is a, what really I want to know or inquire into, what is the feeling you have when you eat your favorite food? Oh, mm. I love that so much. Okay. <laughs> so the feeling I get. So, okay. So I... I'm thinking about, I mean, if anyone has listened to this podcast for longer than 13 minutes, um, it's probably oh, pretty clear that, that you know, yogurt is um, among yep. my favorite things, um, especially as as I've moved to a more plant-based diet. Um, <laughs> cashew milk yogurt is really good. Oat milk yogurt is the, t- oh, oat milk yogurt, that shit. Oh, that, if you have never had oat milk yogurt, my God, bless yourself. Anyway, so... Mm. I feel like before, it, it kind of depends on the food a little bit. Like, not, not, I'm not even going to hold it mm. to you. So I feel like something like yogurt, it's always like, like the feeling I get right before. It's, it's really, if anything, I feel like half the experience is the anticipation. It's like the knowing that I'm about <laughs> to eat it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's kind of like, I, I like that feeling of just like, like you pull it out, you kind of like prep some a little bit, maybe grab a, like mm-hmm. a little fruit, a little chocolate, whatever, whatever. Like just the ritual of like, I'm about to eat this shit. It honestly yeah. is like a sexual experience. It's like truly the closest thing I could like <laughs> use to describe it. Like it's like the it's like it's like it's like am I horny while I'm eating yogurt? Maybe, but like you know, it's just one of those things where it's like I yeah, it's just the anticipation is 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 like honestly the best part and like the ritual around yeah. it and just knowing that it's about to be sick. Like you just mm-hmm. know you're about to be in bliss. Like that part is really lovely. The eating of it itself is like just a. You know when you like it's it's just it's like a like a amalgamation of all the smallest delights in the world. It's like damn, like yeah. I went to the train station and the train came just in time. Damn, mm. I'm playing Rainbow Road and Mario Kart and I got first place out of nowhere. <laughs> like damn, like I went to you know my favorite pizza shop and they were like just take an extra slice. Like just like it's like right. everything that could be good happened and you're like wow and like it's like that's in one bite and then you just know like my mm. favorite part really is like. You take that like second or third bite and you're like, I have so more many left. <laughs> Look yeah, at God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck. Uh, like what I do to deserve food. is truly. So it's just like I love the like beginning to mid part of it. It's just like it's just the the catharsis, the like mm. association with all the best things. Not to mention the flavor. I mean, the flavor. I'm just like, I'm like, <laughs> are we snowing down ice cap mountains? Because like it's just cool, it's refreshing, it's thick. Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> just truly a beautiful experience now if it's something like a bit more savory like a like a this is like very <laughs> specific but like okay. i really love like um like yeah just like vegan soul food but like specifically like um 
like vegan lemon pepper wings. There's this place called Karen's in Atlanta that like they used to make lemon pepper wings. Like I've never, like true, even when I ate <laughs> actual chicken, like it just it never, never met up to this shit. Like it was all those things where like it was you know all the same things as far as the anticipation, but like it was just a mm. very like. It was kind of like a hot and cold type moment. So whereas this was like, oh, a, oh okay. like a cathartic, almost ice cream like experience with the yogurt, like with the wings, it was just like a crunchy, gritty, fucking just mm, jagged. Like it's just like, oh, this is like every it's almost like, I don't know, getting some kind of like like doing like a scrub on your face where you're like, it's kind of rough, but I kind of <laughs> like it. You know? Wow. This is really yeah. this is very sexual anyway. So like, you know, it's just very that. Um so that is the feeling. I will say I am immediately plummeted into grief when I finish because I'm like, wow, mm, wow. this is, I can't, no I'm sorry, the sexual parallels, I like, can't, it, whatever. Um, it's just like, wow, damn, like, I can't believe that this is now over. Like, I was literally right. in this and this is, I mean, I'm like grateful for the experience, but like, <laughs> it's just, why is it over? I'm sorry, you like buy the lemon chicken, I'm like, sorry, this is like coffee um, afterwards. Like, yeah, honestly, like, I'm just like, do I need aftercare now? <laughs> Oh my God. This is so silly. Like I truly can't. Um, wow. Anyway, so that is um what that looks like for me. Sure. What does it look like for you? <laughs> I do think, I mean, it's a very, like eating, I think it, it engages your senses and it's very sen- sensual, not sensual. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Okay. It could be sensual, like sexy, but I think it's also sensual, like invoking the senses. Right. And I, I think that's true. You know, I think as if I don't eat. That is true, I think. You know, it just, <laughs> I said switching, the, I think, to the end, thinking that changed anything. But um, right. I think it, it, it does. It does invoke that. It It's a central activity and therefore your senses are invoked. And in the U.S., we have like kind of a weird relationship with anything pleasant. Just mm. <laughs> pleasantness is right. like not our favorite. Look, y'all. We're, we're stressed out here. But I think really enjoying food, mm-hmm. the depth of it, the feeling of it, the warmth of it, the pause of it, you know, especially we do everything quickly and instantaneously. And like, but, you know, really like sitting down, like you said, to like have the ritual and then have the food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a really pleasurable experience. It's great. And I think if we could like slow down our daily timeline, and a lot of people do, like that's why a lot of people do center their rest period around eating so they're like no i'm i'm eating right now i'm trying to enjoy this meal right (laughs) i don't i don't Mm. i don't want to do other things while i'm eating i think it's a really good practice of like movement and then stillness and so totally understood what you're saying there and then some food is just like it really will just you'll be like seeing stars after you eat it and you're like how is this so (laughs) good (laughs) what is the combination of the flavor palette here like it is Whew, now, it be, oh sorry I'm, yeah. I'm so sorry please continue. no 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 continue um yeah I, I was gonna say is some food we're truly it's like it's like the food is in on it like it's like the food knows like okay i'm already <laughs> on the down and outs like i'm already gonna be consumed so i might as well just make right. this an explosive experience i've literally i forgot what it was i had recently but i remember i ate something where i was like it's like as I kept biting into it, it like kept getting better. Like there was like a phase mm-hmm. one where I was like, oh, this is really good. And then like a phase yes, two where it just layers. really like, right. Like it's like a delay, like gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then like the aftertaste, oh, uh, like a whole, di- I'm like, did I just eat a three different, different things? Thing. What the fuck just happened to me? Like yeah. I literally woke up, I was on Neptune. I was like, girl, what <laughs> in tarnation? No, some shit be really multi-layered as fuck where you're like, damn, like it's like eight different flavors. 
right. at the same time. But like at they're the happening sequentially. Time. It's so it's too much. It's and too that's much. What, I feel like it's like the same with music or perfumes. It, it, anything with the senses you can layer or even textures, like anything with the senses you can layer. And that's why it's an artistry, cooking mm. and painting and, and because and and music, right? It's you take a bunch of different elements and you put them together and, mm-hmm. and you create art and beauty and it's so fun because you know i guess i guess like you don't have to make food taste good like even if food didn't taste good as humans (laughs) we would still have to eat right like it's not correct it's very (laughs) non-optional but it's really cool (laughs) right but it's like (laughs) it wouldn't (laughs) here's your bland stew or something i'm just thinking I, I think about my twin brother and i'm like do i want to be shady on the internet like do i want to be shady on the internet um <laughs> don't finish friend finish friend <laughs> sure i guess my point is that as a as a human race it's cool that you know it's kind of like eating food seasoning food is kind of like having to live you make mm. it interesting not because you you couldn't just live anyway, but because there's like nothing else to do with your time here, right? right? Like you, you might as well season might your as, food, like you, <laughs> right? right? You, like if I'm already here, I might as well enjoy. It, you know, it, mm. it's kind of, it, it is kind of cool that humans are like, oh, if we're gonna be here, if we're gonna have to chop up this arugula, might as well throw. Us, I don't know that. What's that plant? Yeah, mix that in there. Sure, let's see what happens. You know, it's. I think in Fierce Friends, the main character does talk about the certain magic in cooking. I think there's definitely a truth to that, the fun in it. You know, it's, it's, it can be very communal. And, and you inherit the traditions of your, of your friends and family and your community. Um, There's Mm. this delicious food from West Africa. And to be fair, the food, there's many foods. But the the thing that I'm going to talk about is gari, which is like very specifically the type of, I guess, carve that you put under the stew but i could eat gari for the rest of my life (laughs) Mm. like i could truly eat it until the cows came home i could eat it from now until um okay so gari is really not that special of a food it's really just like pounded of cassava that's like cooked and then like any stew you want (laughs) and it's really just an every man's food and like no Mm. one really cares about gari but i love gari and honestly (laughs) You gave me gari, some stew, <laughs> avocados, and an egg. Slice it open, a little runny, a little salt. You, oh. I, that's all I need for the rest of my life. I don't think you understand. Like I don't want anything else. I don't. Like, <laughs> that's <laughs> like all fuck every other food I group. Like forever. honestly, like if you didn't, yeah, make it, you yeah, didn't make it, it's like, fine. You know, but like, the only thing is, like, I I don't know if I want to say that on the internet because yeah, I don't know. The U.S. learned about jollof and things got funny for no reason. Let's keep it between us, y'all. <laughs> you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> also, mm, not everyone makes yeah. it the same, but if you had my, if you had Akko's Gari, I honestly sometimes imagine myself like getting to 40 and just starting a little Gari stand where I just like make Gari and then I make a, I make three different types of stew, put some fried plantains on the side, send everybody off with a mm. nice little bowl. Oh my God. Heaven for the kids. Heaven. It's yes. nutritious, whatever. Anyway, that's, when I eat it, I feel... I feel like I'm home. <laughs> I feel like I'm home. I feel mm. warm and I feel safe and I feel comfortable and I feel, and it's so good. <laughs> I just feel good. I feel home and safe and good and I love everything about it. So anyway, and that's, mm. you know, as an immigrant kid, that's really nice to have something 
that makes you feel warm and safe and good and understood. And like you are, you and the food are the same. <laughs> Not the same, like the same. Obviously, I'm eating it. I guess we are the same in a moment. Right. Anyway, whatever. All right, that was fun. Uh, here's my last thought on the subject. <laughs> and we can talk about it more in the discussion section. So, yeah. Oh, well, there was one more thing. The other, like, that's my, like, immigrant love. My American love, I have to admit, is pizza. I love pizza. Oh. <laughs> A New York slice. God damn. I, <laughs> that also makes me feel like home. <laughs> I will, <laughs> a new, I love mm. it so much. Love is a strong word. I deeply enjoy. You can love pizza. I agree. That you can. <laughs> I agree with you. And I also think, I also love a New York slice in New York because a New York slice in New York is always the same. You walk in like a 45 year old man who has been 45 since 1985. <laughs> I'm serious. Like he's just the, the same age. It might be his son. It might be his grandson. Could be his dad. I don't know. Anyway, he's there. He's Italian. Was born 45 years <laughs> Right. <old>. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god whatever he's like what do you want you get your slice they're real sweet they got the spice they got the little pepper flakes on the side and the parmesan okay it's simple oh you take your god. slice you put it on you eat it i remember i came back mm -hmm. from being abroad the first thing i did was come to new york i was feeling a little off my well the first thing i did was go to chicago because i love that city but when i went to new york i was feeling like kind of lost like where am i i'm in my mid-20s i don't know my life who am i it was my early 20s mm -hmm. actually and i just went into a pizza place and they were just like, well, sis, what do you want? And I was like, I want a pizza. Mm. And they were like, here you go. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, yeah, I am American. I'm very American. It felt very good. But in a good way, not in like the oppressive colonizer right. way. Anyway, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, um, <laughs> I totally feel you on that. Um, it's interesting because uh, y you already know this, but like, um no, if, for anyone that's listening that's in New York, if you've never gone to a place called Artichoke, <laughs> oh Artichoke Basile, I think it's called, yeah, um, get you some of that pizza. Because, okay, I already thought I loved, mm -hmm. I already thought I liked pizza. Mm -hmm. Well, Artichoke be doing, this ain't even a promo, but literally what they be doing <laughs> is like they mix all the best things. Because like I like a thicker pizza. Like I love like a Chicago deep dish. That's like my, I live for that shit. Uh, uh, but uh. it is a lot. It's a lot. It's. <laughs> excuse me i'm sorry did you uh -uh. did you say something that's really interesting i didn't really um remember asking for <laughs> that was like a yes or no situation or an agree or disagree but anyway um so you know i like a thicker pizza but i will say chicago pizza i live but you know it's a lot it's like you eat one slice you're good for the next five days you have to share and i'm like that's, that's a bit much right you definitely have to share whereas artichoke i feel like they got the best of both worlds they literally it's like the nice like the good, like the hearty crust of like a New York slice, but it's also like a little bit thick. It's just, it's so, it's so, it's, it's so good. I just, that shit had me in a chokehold for like two months. We're literally like, my roommate was like, damn, you really just be, so artichoke just really got you, huh? Like that's just, that's just what you're eating every meal. And I'm like, correct. Yes. Um, so for anyone in New York, definitely got to. Gotta try that. I, I went to visit Marcy in New York. And did we eat artichoke pizza once? No, we ate it twice. <laughs> we, <laughs> Was your roommate confused? Not that many yes. days. Right. But Correct. that lobster yes. that lobster pizza, man. I, Woo! 
Oh my god. Yeah, cuz I love a New York slice and I don't I don't I don't need a little <laughs> thick on my pizza. I'm all right. You know, you can keep it flat. I'm good. You know, I I, I appreciate all sizes. I mean, that seems like I mean an inferior way of doing that, but <laughs> continue. Well, what I will say, I look, I appreciate all shapes, but here's my point. I uh. <laughs> I I so I was I was not about to be impressed, but that lobster pizza, I was like, "You know what? Let me sit down." Let me sit down and accept that this was really mm. just very delicious. Who, who thought to put right. seafood on this? This is good for me. I'm I accept this anyway. So now y'all have like three things you could try. <laughs> you could try or <laughs> some yogurt, some garlic, some pizza. Anyway, or I'll see you after the break. Right. <laughs> see you after the break. Sounds good. <laughs> see y'all. And are. Woo. Okay. Well, if you're still here and not like, you know, door dashing, you can't door dash half the things we said, but if you are, you know, whatever, anyway, here we are. Um, <laughs> so. You're like, fuck it. I'm not going like, yeah, to finish. <laughs> whatever. I didn't have a transition for y'all. I'm sorry. This is summer. <laughs> but um, so one of the. So, oh, Jesus. <laughs> as y'all know, the uh fire magazine has like lots of different stories so basically what we did was as per usual we chose two i chose mm-hmm. w- one that we read together and then one that we each read separately so i chose a poem marcy chose another story and then we both read mm-hmm. the short story kingston gourmet by ashe brown so mm-hmm. here's how the story goes this is a fun one and by the way we're back to aliens i'm so sorry if that's not your cup of tea but here we are okay watch nope i don't know leave us alone so the story takes place in the 22nd century they're like leave you alone we're listening by choice i'm like i know (laughs) anyway the story takes place in the 22nd century so that's like the near future and just for some context Mm -hmm. there's been like an intergalactic incident that has basically put the entire world into like an international food making competition this is like a hilariously not war of the worlds but anyway so right (laughs) Basically, for some background. So, back in 2102, Dr. Krishka <laughs> Wajasuriya was part of a team of engineers working on a space voyager called Wonderlust 4. Which means there were three more Wonderlusts before this fourth Wonderlust. So, they were really wondering and very lustful. Anyway, so, basically... <laughs> <laughs> no obviously wonderlust is a term that means you know to explore <laughs> to adventure we, i'm sorry y'all were off today but uh so basically, i literally didn't even make that connection i'm like ah yes there were three other wonderlusts we literally ne- heard nothing about them interesting right they mentioned them zero times um so basically they're basically like the voyagers we have where we like send them out and we're like find us so we'll find you but because capitalism still exists in 2102 for reasons no one can explain. I know, it. right? Why? <laughs> Who thought? Oh, we can find aliens, but we shit. can't end capitalism. All right. So she was basically... <laughs> right. Anyway, so she's a doctor, an engineer, PhD. She's working during her lunch break, you know, to get things done. And as everyone mentioned, she gets really hungry. And when she's not, when she's hungry, she's not thinking straight. Who of us is, right? Real. Who of us is? So Come on. she accidentally mixed up the lunch her wife made for her. Okay, LGBTQI representation. Uh, (laughs) and (laughs) 
And basically, <laughs> she made her a, sorry, a digi di- they're called digi dishes. And basically, you can she she mixed up the digi dish with some source code that was supposed to be programmed into the Wonderlust uh, numero four. And mm. <laughs> basically, a digi dish is something that we don't have now. It's kind of like if you've ever like you know Soylent Green, except it's not people. Um, it's it's like you could program food into the a flavor into this like spongy material and then Mm -hmm. and then you can eat it it tastes like whatever you program it to taste like so while she was eating she was like "Hmm, my digi dish tastes a little bit like a computer chip and she was like oh (laughs) oh no (laughs) and it turns out she had put the digi dish in into the voyager before she could do anything about it you know the digi dish had been sent up with the wonderlust for into you know parts unknown so, well, as luck would have it, you know, when you mess up, that's definitely the one that the teacher checks or the time that someone calls you out on oh it. My God. So, of course, this is the oh. time <laughs> where the aliens show up. Like, this is the one time. Not for one through three. Not for number five. Not for Wonderless right. five. No. God forbid. <laughs> so, they, you know, find the Voyager. And they don't really care about anything else on it. They're like, everything else in Wonderless, we don't, we don't care about money. We don't care about clothing. We don't care about pictures of mm. y'all. We don't care about your Instagrams, your... I don't right. know. You're, 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 I don't know. Whatever y'all got on this Wonderlust. What we care about is this meal right here. Like this spices, the layers of flavor. No, 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 no. We got to meet mm. the people who are responsible for food on y'all's planet. So everyone on Earth is like, because what they did was that. That's what's bitch. up. Right? Like they said they made the fuck out of this. <laughs> and they're like, we're we're eating this. This is what we wanted. We've seen supernovas. We've seen galaxies. Y'all, have you seen those J- James Webb photos? They're over there. They're flying around Saturn, and they're like, but we have not had this dish like, like this woman's wife made for her. So we're like, okay. So down on Earth, everyone's like. If they, hey, if the aliens want food, let's get them food, right? Like, we don't know what's going on with them. But, so basically, everyone's like, okay, but who's, whose food are we giving? And now this is the classic question with everything. Who's the representative, representative of the food for Earth? So they start a competition. Mm. You know, they get cooks from all over the planet. Everybody's cooking, mm-hmm. trying to figure it out. So coming from that little, you know, background of the story, the little, you know, I'm like the person on the side of the stage who's like narrating things. Drop right into that. (laughs) Zada Garvey, a Jamaican woman in her 40s who lives with her daughter and granddaughter. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she cooks for her family and she aspires to start a little restaurant. She and Akko are over here, you know, with our little food stands, (laughs) feeding the masses. Y'all can work together. That's what's up. That's what's up. So... She also doesn't like the digi dishes. She's like, yo, we need food from the ground, y'all. You need to pick your vegetables. What, what is this download Download your meal, huh? That sounds very anti-energy. Right. Like, <laughs> you, got a, you got it from the what? The cloud? What cloud? What's a cloud? You, you ate from the cloud? Okay, interesting. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you paid it to gardens. Interesting. So you've never had food in your life is what I'm hearing. Okay. <laughs> right, right. Just dismiss everything, the whole basis of the thing that you're talking about. They're like, oh, so you can't write in cursive? So I guess you just... You know what gets me? It's like when the generation's like, oh, so you can't drive stick? Guess guess your life is over. And you're like, John, I, <laughs> Uncle Johnny, I'm sorry. When am I going to need to drive stick? <laughs> right. Anyway. When am I going to need to sign, do anything cursive aside from my signature? Which even then I could just use, do a manuscript and no one's going to really clock Truly. it. So like, who cares? I signed like five things on the computer the other day. They didn't even want me to write in cursive. Okay, whatever. Exactly. So <laughs> Zadia Garvey is not writing in cursive and neither is the rest of the, the people competing <laughs> for this alien situation. But they are making these meals. They are making these dishes. Mm. And it turns out that Zadie, you know, she's, she's like, 
cook cook right so she was like look people know me i'm renowned here in jamaica for my dishes so i'm gonna make a little mm-hmm. dish so she decides to make a cornmeal porridge and her daughter's like cornmeal mm-hmm. porridge not cornmeal porridge. she was like you could have made anything <laughs> she's right. like where's oxtail <laughs> like what, what's going on and she's like look, curry go there Shit, we go right. see so but she was like look i was just thinking of my granddaughter and if she ever got stranded out somewhere this food would would make her feel like she was home she's like this mm-hmm. that's what i made and it's really beautiful you see this you know the scene of her like making the food or whatever so then, because, the, you know, they send up the digi dishes, all of them, up to the, the aliens who, I guess, are having, like, a little, I don't know, a kickback, a potluck. I don't know what they're doing up there. Right. <laughs> like, truly keen. They're, like, listening. Getting all the shit for free, mind you. Right. Which is, like, honestly the biggest gag of the all. So I'm like, you telling me the best chefs on planet, mm-hmm. or not even just in a country, on the entire yeah. planet, and y'all getting these meals for, for free. free? And then... And truly, from the aliens' point of view, they have no incentive to like say anything. They're like, "Ah, yes, send more." Yeah, we're still, still right. looking. Yeah, girls, still looking for the best dish. Like, I'm a shit. I'm a lot of humanity mm-hmm. for fucking ever. I'd be like, we have not found yep. <laughs> the perfect dish, and just <laughs> live on that forever. Just keep going. Yeah, I'd be up there like listening to the human music, like eating their food. Being like, you know, honestly, we talked about like what type of aliens we would be in the, in another episode. Like, this is the type of alien I would be. I would just be going to different planets and being. Like, I know that's right. <laughs> Ooh, terrifying. <laughs> Ooh, scary. What you got down there? Like, what do you have for lunch? Let, right. me, let me know. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, none of this. Space. I'm so intimidating. Right. Um, meanwhile, I'm literally like three inches tall. I'm literally a plankton, but in space. But I'm just like, I'm so menacing. You know, <laughs> it's just like. Uh, but anyway, so, you know, they're like, ooh, but then they're like, this food is so good. We need to meet these chefs. This is the aliens, by the way. So they're like, yo, mm. send them up, send them up, send the six of them. We want to talk to them. <laughs> the Earth's like, uh, okay, well, we're either going to send all of y'all or none of y'all. That's kind of the deal up here. So, because um, she doesn't really want to go. Zadie, like, won the contest, right, with the with the cornmeal porridge? Yeah, she and the, the six, or I think they had sent them, succinct, like, successively. So there were six in total who were going. Mm. Zadie didn't really want to go. She's like, I'd rather stay home. And they're like, eh, come on, can you please? And so she's like, all right. So she goes up there and... Um... <laughs> Sorry. The aliens were fine with them staying. Humanity was like... Zadie, what you will be doing yes. is getting on the spaceship. You actually don't have a choice. Yes. We're actually coercing you to get on this <laughs> spaceship. Right. The, um, the real violence yeah. here came from the um from the, the other people, government. Actually. Yeah, right. Right. As is want to be. But um, so she goes up and oh, God. here's the twist, you know. She doesn't come back for 40 years. And when she comes back, her granddaughter is you know, older as old as she is, looks like her, and she's shocked shocked she's like we thought they killed you up there and she's like no the alien to be honest zadie's real chill about the whole thing she's like no the aliens were fine they're like what do you mean they were fine no yeah she was like they were fine like honestly there was only 40 years because of time dilation like they really weren't trying to press us like that they just asked us a couple questions but they were a little like uh, disappointed i guess is the best way to put it with humanity because they were like so are you guys the leaders of humanity and they're like no and they're like but you create the substance that people eat why why wouldn't you be isn't mm-hmm. that the most like you know the penultimate thing about being alive after like being alive and they were like yeah no we're just That's, i love that hmm. we're just here <laughs> and they're like well do you guys know each other mm-hmm. do you guys can you talk to each other and they're like no we i don't know that guy i don't know him and they're like oh <sighs> so y'all are 
useless. And they're like, what? And it's like, oh my God. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. So. Aliens are like, oh, this is giving disharmony. This is giving lack of unity. Right. Uh, uh, this food was good, but. It's giving ashy. <laughs> it's giving, why are we even here? Um, yeah. They're like, this food is good. Don't get us wrong. Yeah. Don't get, but it sounds like you guys are like, uh, like one of those plants that doesn't get along. Like, but you have wars. Do you guys still do war? Uh, uh, all right. Look, look, look. All right. All right. Uh, you have potential. Oh, you can't find any other way to handle your conflict. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys can't. It was like kind of weird. Yeah, you have all these resources, but you have no idea how to distribute it in a way that doesn't cause scarcity. Wait, there's inequity? Y'all got all that shit on yeah. Earth. Earth, the same planet that brought us all this shit, and people are going hungry? That's right. really weird. They're like, we're very um, confused. Sounds like y'all got a lot of shit y'all need to work mm-hmm. on before we have anything to really do with do y'all. With y'all. Um, yeah. Fix yourself before you try to, you know, like, what, what, what was it RuPaul says? <laughs> love yourself before you can love somebody else. Like, truly get your planet get together, your plan together, and then right. maybe we can have a relationship. The aliens are like, so you, you're telling me you sent four not one not two not three but four wanderlust voyagers into space <laughs> and y'all can't figure out scarcity what are you doing sending stuff to space if Come you can't on. figure out scarcity and everyone's right honestly the chefs were just twiddling their thumbs because they're like look we make zero decisions on our planet <laughs> so the aliens are like look we didn't even want to be here honestly <laughs> part of why we're even having this conversation is because we, we were coerced and the aliens are like that's wild right. bro and they're like i know <laughs> right they're having like a whole thing so they are like, right. you know, this is really, you guys have potential. Don't get us wrong. This, you know, this cornmeal right. porridge, it's, it slaps. But we're going to take, you know, a little detour around Saturn. <laughs> check out a couple of galaxies. I hear you guys got a James Webb telescope. You know, you could find us out in the cartwheel mm-hmm. galaxy doing whatever. But when you set this, get this sorted, maybe, you know, maybe we'll come back if you're still around. And then they send everyone back home. And right. so Zadie's like, yeah, honestly, it was the Earth governments that really caused the problem. They, they were fine. Um, so obviously her granddaughter is still quite upset and sad, but Zadie's like actually not even that pressed about that. What she's really pressed about is that when she goes inside to see what's on the stove, oh <laughs> this girl is making cornmeal porridge with coconut, coconut milk. She's like, what's happening? And the granddaughter's like, I'm, I'm vegan. <laughs> she's flabbergasted. Like of all the things that have happened, the context Zadie is disgusting. <laughs> she's, like, she's like, you put coconut milk in this porridge. <laughs> It's wild. It's hilarious. And she, the granddaughter like tries to like oh grab back the spoon. It's also, it's also, there's a little sadness here because mm. her mother, Requiem, who's Zadie's daughter, actually passed away before her grandmother got back. But, but, but mm. so she's like trying to grab the spoon away from her and she's like, you know what? You just sit. And, and you know, in a way, the granddaughter's like, all right, let me just sit. And it's kind of this moment of catharsis, right? Where her grandmother's back. And even though she's 40 years old, mm. she's like making food for her again. And it's, it's really sweet. So that is the, yeah. the story read together. Um, yeah. Uh, yes. Oh my God. No, that I literally gagged when she yeah. <laughs> the lady was like, "Girl, fuck this vegan corn." <laughs> she said coconut milk. She said, "Absolutely, we are starting over." We are, and, I, and it was so funny because, like, literally, I'm sorry if you were, have been gone for the past four decades and you were in space, like, right? That we're not moving on from that subject of conversation. Right. Like, her granddaughter was like, "Oh, how was space?" She was like, "Oh yeah, girl, the aliens were fine, but you know, whatever." Anyway, so like, what you make it? It was very like we're just moving forward, and I'm like, absolutely not you will tell me for the next week uninterrupted right. what you did in fucking space. space the fuck space oh girl um so that was hilarious truly. i truly could not like that was honestly i'm like there's so much to process but Zadie was like we will begin with the porridge which honestly is such a mood if i've ever seen one. <laughs> um and and i loved actually that um yeah like the aliens were truly just like huh so y'all aren't world leaders but y'all can 
care for people like this through the food mm-hmm. that you make that don't all of y'all have to eat? And they're like, correct. <laughs> and they're like, huh, so your power is just consolidated in other people? And they're like, yes. yes. And they're like, that's weird. a choice. Right. And we're like, yep, correct. <laughs> so like, I feel like that was an interesting examination of power. Um, yeah. Which I, which I lived for. And I think it's, you know, we talked about this. By the way, that, that, that show, or I guess reference I made, two episodes ago with aliens it's called to serve man that's the twilight zone episode i was referring to and it is real Mm. and it's from the 50s so go me yay um anyway so but i think you know there's a lot of like we said there's a lot of ways that we conceptualize aliens and sometimes there is this this trope right of the aliens being like oh y'all need to work on yourselves and i think in a lot of ways Mm. it's it's a way of us telling ourselves like that we kind of know better so why are we doing this it's it's almost a way it gives us room to imagine, right? Like, mm-hmm. to say, like, this is a little, why are we doing things this way? And and, and I did, like, I honestly liked the global contest of it all. Like, Same. <laughs> like, who are the judges? Like, how do you apply? Like, right. Is it, like, Literally. regions and then we, you know, tiers? You know, is it, like, a tournament style? And I, I think mm-hmm. it did make me really happy. <laughs> Come on, tournament style. <laughs> Come on, anime. <laughs> right. It did make me really happy to think, like, what if the human race just, like, and I understand, you know, this is a bit optimistic. I mean, it is what I'm saying is optimistic and it's also unrealistic. But um, it would be fun if like all we did when we like, we just all woke up and were like, whose food's better? Let's have a company. You know, <laughs> if that was the type mm. of timeline we lived in where you could just like call up a thing and be like, let's have an international contest on food. And everyone's like, yeah, that sounds right. like something I want to do today. I have the time, capacity, space, and health for that. Mm. Um, because we don't labor under like a, a oppressive, numerous oppressive systems across the globe and we have time for joyous interactions with our fellow human beings right so i don't know that was very i I really like that i also just like i agree yeah i just just liked how how chill zadie was about her <laughs> space experience <laughs> it's fucking hilarious <laughs> anyway oh my god there's something about that was very like black like I feel, <laughs> very black honestly yeah i was just like i was just like yeah like very familial but i'm like yeah it's just i feel like this is just like a very black experience to be like yes my grandmother was in space for the past 40 years but and like we will get to that like i'm sure like things will un- through time right. be revealed but also like we must discuss the matter at hand which is the unacceptable right. way in which this food right. is being prepared and um, i do feel like no i just oh i'm sorry no, I was gonna say real quick. Um, as someone who also like went vegan while I was living at home, like with family, like it, it, this reaction being like, "What the fuck is this?" was very like, "Ah, yes, 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 correct. That is, I can relate to Zadie's um, <laughs> granddaughter in this situation." Yeah. So, so yeah. But I think you're right. I do think it extends to. A lot. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like they're like grandma, auntie, like whatever, whoever, you know, across cultures. He's like, I added this different thing. And they're looking at them like, they, like the, the grandma look at you face. Like you've just, you've deteriorated everything <laughs> just because you decided to add like <laughs> mushrooms instead of meat. Like <laughs> that look, right. that look will make you, I don't know. You're like, I'm sorry. I'll go buy lamb. I apologize. <laughs> I don't know what I'm right. thinking. <laughs> but then when, when it slaps, they'd be the first one to be like, Oh baby, this is so yes. good. See, I knew you, you, could, yes. see, you did something so good here. And I'm like, see, really interesting how in... Re- so we just going to act like you... D- or they okay. don't tell you, okay. but next time they're like, I mean, if you want to, like, you can add your thing. Like, if, like, <laughs> if you want. 
Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate the cosign. Literally. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Well, you know, I think no, you're right, Marcy. I think theory that. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right, though. I think your your first take. It's black, but it's a lot of things. I think your first take is right. It's familial. It's it's mm-hmm. it's the closeness of like that ty- type of tie that you can be your sort of honest like reactionary self and then also give in mm. and i think it's really, really right around food i think that's a very human thing but anyway i know you also read another story so if you have other thoughts love to hear yes. them but you know we could hear about this other one. Oh yeah yeah i mean i think i think we're good there i think um yeah i really like your point about this idea of coming together for like a food competition of course assuming that it doesn't actually become like a yeah let's become violent over this competition. Like let's literally have fun. Like truly like at this point, like, you know what I mean? Like, like let's not, like it's not that deep. Uh, but yeah, so I, 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 I loved that. Um, <laughs> so the story that I read was actually called the usual way by Lena Monroe. Some interesting parallels that I'll talk about in a second. This one was a little bit shorter. So basically what happens in this is that um, I'm pretty sure it's present day. There was no, nothing saying otherwise. So we'll, we'll just assume it's present day. Mm. And it's about uh, this teenager named Dane, who basically she, um, growing up, her, <laughs> so her mother, who is no longer alive, um, used to make this chocolate cake when she was little. Um, that Dane was like, oh my God, this is the best fucking chocolate cake. This is so fucking good. Like, whoop, 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 whoop. So her mother, her late mother has a sister named Tracy. So Aunt Tracy is, is one of the primary caregivers of Dane, just, you know, growing up. And basically Aunt Tracy... <laughs> <laughs> when Donna was little was like hey do you want to learn how to like make you know your mom's cake recipe because you know like this is something that kind of reminds you of her this is it would be a very sentimental beautiful thing to like you know be able to make this thing and Donna's like oh yeah of course what Aunt Tracy did not anticipate was that Donna would literally fall into an obsession about this cake <laughs> and would be like I will not rest until I make this cake exactly the way my mama used to make it which is tricky because for it grown folks listening to this which I hope is everybody um but things hit different when you're a little kid, right? Like the first yeah. time you have some really good shit, you're like, damn, like girl, I'm four. This is truly the, f- I mean, I barely have tasted shit. So like it really hits totally different versus when you've like lived a life. Right. And so I, on Tracy mm. is basically like, okay, Donna, like, I feel like you're kind of doing a lot. Like you're making this cake over and over again. It was like to the point where like every week <laughs> Donna would like be making this cake. And then like on <laughs> Tracy would be like, so you're really just gonna run up all my ingredients. You're just gonna run up all this shit and just, Okay, and and not for nothing, Donna was not making the best cakes. Like they were, they were fine. But even Aunt Tracy was like, Ugh, uh, I mean, I've had better, but like you're learning. And so it was this whole thing. And so we're kind of just seeing, you know, Donna growing up. She like, you know, once she like got to high school and was like, you know, had like a like a little job. Her aunt was like, okay, you can continue making these fucking cakes, but girl, I'm gonna need you to buy these ingredients <laughs> because what you're not about to do is run right. up my fucking grocery bill all the time. You you about to buy these ingredients, girl? I, I don't know what to tell you. And so Donna's like, okay, whatever, whatever. So this continues basically in, until Donna's in college so at this point she's moved out of the house with aunt tracy and she's living with her girlfriend shell and so one day donna it's like it's truly on some like food anime type shit where she is just taking it so serious she's like okay i know this is like the 198th time that i'm trying to make this cake but i feel like this time this time is going to be different i'm going to make it perfectly it's going to be perfect so she's like making the batter she's like i already know okay when the batter is perfect when like it starts to bubble a little bit but not the don't let the bubbles pop if they pop you did too much but like you make Mix it up to the point where there's bubbles, but they remain. Mm. And then you gotta like make the buttercream icing in a very specific way. Whoop, whoop, whoop. She's doing this. She's hella focused. Shell, her girlfriend's in the other room, and she's like, 
child, you over here making this cake again? <laughs> like, I mean, I just feel like you about because like apparently Donna at this point, like she makes these cakes and she just throws them away if they're not perfect. Mm. And like Shell's like, I just feel like we can enjoy these cakes more than a trash can can, but that's none of my business. <laughs> and Donna's like, I'm busy right now. So like, Shell, you can relax. And so anyway, so she's making this cake. She puts it in the oven. She, like, goes over to the room where Chell is. And they're just, like, watching TV, whatever, whatever. At this point, I'm like, oh, what a normal, cute story about cake. Boop, boop, boop. So, like, as they're watching TV, oh, the whiff of the cake starts to enter the living room. And, like, suddenly, Donay is getting, like, flashbacks of, like, her childhood. Oh. Like, she's literally seeing, like, a bubble of reverie of, like, her at her table, like, at a dining room table when she was, like, seven. Like, with all of her family there. She's, like, having this, like, instant sort of association to the past so i was like oh like this is something that like you know like the the scent is triggering her memories nostalgia whatever whatever that w- was what i was thinking until shell said oh wait is that your family like shell could no. see this bubble of memories like it was literally out in the ether for both of them to witness and shell was like wait is that your uncle she's like yeah like it was just like she, she literally could see the memory she was like what the fuck and so Donnie's like, that's never happened before, but I think this is a sign. I think this is perfect. I just need to make the ice, the icing. And, and, and at that point, we're going to be good to go. So she goes back into the kitchen. She makes the icing. She like tastes some of it. At one point, she like instantly like turns into a seven-year-old for like a second. And she's like, <laughs> ah, yes, I reverted in time. This is perfect. And so she like back at her adult age, takes this cake. And she's like, the one person whose opinion I give a shit about is Aunt Tracy. So mm. I will leave this house and I will take this cake to her because this is going to be perfect. And Shell's like... Donna, if you love me, you'll bring me back at least one slice. And then <laughs> Donna's like, yeah. She literally just like runs out. Like she like literally waves her off, doesn't give a fuck. I literally was like, I am Donna. I too am Donna. <laughs> she was like, girl, you better bring me back a slice. So anyway, so Donna goes over to Aunt Tracy. There's like an immediate transition. They, the book, the story said, fuck the description. We just go, go, go right. right to Aunt Tracy's house. So they get to Aunt Tracy's house. <laughs> and Aunt Tracy, like, opens the door. She sees Donay with this goddamn sure. cake box yet again. She's like, Chow, you got this cake again. <laughs> okay, whatever. Let's just try it, whatever. And Donay's like, this time is different, Auntie. I probably, she's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Just like, let's just try this cake, whatever. So they go, <laughs> so they go inside. <laughs> Aunt Tracy's being shady as fuck this whole time. She's like, okay, I guess I'm going to try this yet again, Once whatever. Again. So she, so Donnie pulls out the box. She cuts her a slice, um, and she hands it over to Aunt Tracy. Mind you, at this point, Aunt Tracy's a little bit older. I think she's probably in her maybe like younger sixties, mm. um, having a couple of health issues, um, and and things like that. When I tell you, Aunt Tracy takes a bite of this cake <laughs> and literally goes back in time. What? She was like, I truly witnessed my auntie go back like 30 years. Like literally she looked like she was 30 years old. Like like she was walking with like a slight mm. limp earlier and like that shit completely went away. Like she literally like reverted back in time. <laughs> like it like brought her back to a younger age. Um, and so Donna is like, so was the cake perfect, auntie? And, and of course, Aunt Tracy all of a sudden is like, Baby, I always knew you could make this. Oh my god, I knew one oh day you. God. And then Donna's like, "So what you not about to do is gaslight me?" And so basically, um, Aunt Tracy over here is like, "Ah, yes, you have done it. You have succeeded. I've never had a cake that's tasted just like this until uh, since your mom. Honestly, mm. like you're truly the first person who's made this cake like this." And Donna is super excited because, like, there's like a running gag throughout the entire story. Because basically, whenever she would go to Aunt Tracy's house, um, she there was like a whole cookbook of recipes that her mom had left. And so Donnie would always try to take the cookbook. And every time she would go home, she would realize 
it, it was almost like in Master Jin. You remember when they were like, there was like that story um, that they were reading, but like every time they read yeah. it, they would instantly forget everything that happened. It was kind of like that. Like basically she would take this book and for some reason she would forget it. Like she would like put it in her backpack and then unconsciously take it out before she left. Or like she would leave the house with the recipe book and then like she would like blink and then all of a sudden the book was just back at home and it wasn't in her book bag anymore. Like it's like the book itself refused to leave. And so she was like, okay, so Aunt Tracy, well, now that she's had this cake, she's also now 30 years old. Donna is also near, closer to her, <laughs> her aunt's age now, which is interesting. But basically, Aunt Tracy gets this recipe book and she gives it to Tracy. And she's like, sorry, Aunt Tracy gives Donna the recipe book. And is like, I think you're ready. I think Aww. the book is ready to go with you, like blah, 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 blah. And so Donna is like, thanks, auntie. And so she like, you know, as she's walking out, she's like, oh, what should I do next? Like, what should I do? <laughs> she's like flipping through the book and everything. And then Aunt Tracy is like, you know, I think now's the time for you to try that pineapple upside down cake. I think I think you're ready for that. Like, let's try that next. And Donna is like, oh, my fucking God. It took me two decades right. to get the chocolate cake. Go. So, like, that's literally how it ends. She's like, okay, well, the next challenge is to make yet another cake. <laughs> and Donna is like, y'all gonna need to end this story. So, th- so we did. And, yeah. And that was basically oh, I love it. Um, the usual way. So... Personally, I fucking love yeah. this story. First of all, it was hilarious. Like, I truly was, like, laughing out loud <laughs> reading this shit. Like, I was like, this is so ridiculous. And also, I love just, like, the magical realism of it all. Mm. Like, I love that, like, you literally... People literally went back in time to, like, the time where they first had it or, like, their memory that was most associated with the food. I thought that was a really interesting yeah. motif. It was unclear how long you'd be left in this sort of, like, previous state. Right. But it was interesting that that transformation would happen. Because in essence, that is kind of something that's happening nostalgically, right? Like if you're having yeah. food that like really reminds you of a certain time, it's like you are kind of momentarily taken back that to it. Moment. So it's interesting to just have that be literally depicted in one's body. So I thought that was really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Aunt Tracy is truly the MVP of the entire story. <laughs> like, of course, like the end when she was like, baby, I knew you could do it. I was like, right. but you, li- okay. Did you? Were, Did you, Auntie? I, on page two, that that's not what the book says, but you know we're we're just gonna move on. <laughs> There's just something very familial yeah. and cute about it, um, and it was only like seven pages. Like it's not a very long story, but I just feel like the the character work that was done in those seven pages. I was like, I feel like I know these characters. Is very cute. Yeah, Aka, what are your reactions? Just like hearing the story. I think I what what I got from it. It's very sounds wonderful. I probably will read after this, and of course, your telling of it is wonderful. But um, thank you. I think what I got from it, it was this process of becoming your your ancestors or your auntie or your the generation mm. before, right? Because it takes her twenty mm-hmm. years just to make this chocolate cake, but it takes you twenty years. You know, you in your mind when you're a kid, your whatever generation before you is like has always been good at at whatever they're good at, right? <laughs> They've always been the great chef or whatever. They've always known how to make that. And you you can't even really imagine yourself being your grandmother or your aunt or your mom mm-hmm. to someone else. But one day you're going to maybe be someone else's, you know, auntie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just thinking back to, the, you know, I have a, a niece and nephew and my brother and I were, were adults, my oldest brother. We were making a food from our home country and we were sitting there and we're like, mm-hmm. are we screwing this up? <laughs> so there's like a point where he said something. I was like, no, that's not how you do it. And all of a sudden I just like went back to when I was taught how to do it. And I was like, no, you got to fold this. You got to fold this. And then you have to make sure it, it was just, it felt very, I, it was interesting to be a new auntie, to be a new person of the generation. Cause you always think of them as, mm-hmm. as older and already talented at it. So the process of becoming that is another type of coming mm-hmm. of age. That's really fun. And I think that's so, yeah, wow. that's kind of what the cake reminded me of. So it's all it's all about the process, you know. 
And yeah. I really like that. I really like that. I love that. Yeah. Um, I love that read because it makes me think of like, was Donna's mom just like this, right? right. Like, did it also like the, the same age that she, for example, was able to master the chocolate cake? Is that what happened with exactly. her mom? You know, like, it, it, exactly. Like history kind of repeating itself in that way. That's, I love that. Yeah. Hmm. I think about that a lot now as I get older. I'm like, you know, I'm not a young, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm an adult, but I'm a young adult. And I'm trying to figure out what it means to become become the next generation for the people next to me. Like what I want to give them and what I want to, what wisdom do I want to mm-hmm. pass down? You know, what what do I want to them to think of, of themselves right. through me? Whatever that means, you know? So I think about that. It's also like That's kind right. of relates to the recipe for t- time travel, which is the one I read, the poem. So there's not like a lot to say about it. Mm. It's by Monique Collins. And it's similar. And, you know, it's it's similar. It starts off in two parts. Part one's the mama. This part two is the daughter. And it's just kind of their cooking together and and kind of the experience of ancestry and history and family. Mm-hmm. This one's a little more sorrowful than the last two we read. So it's a bit morose, if you will, <laughs> but good. And I think it talks mm-hmm. about a little bit about loss, about being separated from your lineage, but still being connected through food um yeah yeah so i think the best way let's try this the best way is probably to read a section so the last part of the whole poem from the daughter's perspective it says today's dinner is filled with grease from sunday afternoon but i try to fork even further back eat myself into the ancestral kitchens the smell of chitlins and cow milk maybe scrape joy with my fingers pluck out old bones fatten my body with soul and gullah root the recipe for time travel seems simple. I've been tasting the spices for years, but yet can't say the words for my mother, mother, motherland. They burden my tongue with the ache of the rhythm, shame me with their roundness. And so there's that tension there that I really think is beautiful mm. of being connected to something, but also feeling apart from it. And I think food yeah. food can invoke that that too. Food will make you laugh and cry, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i know that's right where I come on. you'll be eating something be like every emotion will come out and then that's probably a good thing honestly it's probably a great thing mm. so yeah so yeah <sighs> beautiful uh no i want to go back and read that too that sounds really lovely um yeah it's also nice to just sit down and think about food because i feel like it's something that's to your point earlier, something you said really stuck with me in that, like, you know, just to really sit down and be present with what you're eating, yeah. like not eating simply as like, a, okay, I guess I should eat now. But like, a, I'm going to take this time yeah. and just like really like the only thing I'm doing right it's now is eating. eating. I'm not eating and reading something. I'm not eating and no. watching something. I'm just eating this food and just that's what I'm doing yeah, right exactly. now. Like something about that is just, yeah, really, really, really special. Um, yeah. And it's almost, so, it's like yeah. a meditative. You're in a way you're saying, I mean, okay, let me, I feel like everyone throws around the word meditative these days, but it, it's, it's, <laughs> everything's meditation. But anyway, but I, I, I just mean that like, it's, it's kind of a way to honor being alive, right? Like today I decided mm. to have some food or I, ha- I get to have some food. Today, once again, I get to experience. It, it's kind of like looking at the clouds and being like, wait, this is really cool. You know, wait, it's really cool yeah. <laughs> that people figured out how to make this thing that we're going to have to do anyway enjoyable. Mm. You know, and there is, right. there's praise for not just your ancestors, but the ancestors of all the people 
all the people for you. Even in the story, the ancestors, the the aliens were like, "Wait, y'all don't know each other's languages, and y'all don't know each other's foods." There was a point to that. Like, there is something mm. beautiful about the way I don't, I can't, I get to be grateful to my ancestors. Ancestors, I get to be grateful to other people's ancestors. Ancestors. One mm. day I'll learn to say words correctly through food. Right. I get to be grateful to yours mm-hmm. and mine for everything that we've come together about. And and maybe the best way to come together is in ways that make beautiful things out of things that we have to do anyway, you know. Oh. So like be alive. Like be alive. Yeah. <laughs> right. Interesting. I don't know. It's wow. it's a thought. All right. So if you want to tell us your favorite food or how you feel about food or your wonder lost experiences. You know, hit us up on Twitter mm-hmm. at the color pages or, you know, what? if you want to send a picture of food, that's that Instagram. Oh, at these color pages. Oof. Look at that. That's originally what it was for. Anyway, we got an email. <laughs> these color pages at gmail.com. <laughs> and we have a website. Mm-hmm. These color So check us out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if this show brought you any love, light, delight, hunger um, <laughs> please feel free to leave us some love wherever you're listening to this podcast which could be Apple podcast or <gasps> not what? but regardless um we we love a rating we love a comment we love a review spotify lets you review podcasts yeah. or rate podcast now so if you're listening on spotify leave, leave us a little yeah, rating we really appreciate yeah. that also last time i checked on apple Podcasts, we were at 49 <gasps> ratings and reviews so if you are listening on apple Podcasts literally right now <laughs> if, you, if, you, if, you, if you just don't mind going to that page oh. and just hitting that five stars honey honey we would deeply appreciate you because 50 i mean 50 is a sexy ass number mm. so i just feel like you know what i mean like like we right there y'all come on, right. come on please 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 thank you very much <laughs> um also, if you know someone in your life where you're like, you know what you need actually in your Ooh. life, this just beautiful discussion on food mm. and like love and ancestral connection, feel free to just shoot them the link to this episode, literally no context. None. And then maybe, you know, I don't know, go back to your kitchen, try to make the chocolate mm. cake that Donna did, and then just put your phone <laughs> in the batter as sure. you put it in the <laughs> oven. Because that's really just going to help us to like <laughs> really grow our show um, and just be the community that we're truly looking for. <laughs> You're going to kill somebody. <laughs> don't do <laughs> like, literally, Okay, yeah, actually, that may be that. Don't, I mean, obviously don't literally do that, but you know what I mean? Or maybe, maybe do that in like an easy bake oven, but not like a real oven. Anyway, so next time we will be reading and or watching mm-hmm. something because, again, we just committed to the bit at this point. We are truly just like, yeah, we will hide the ball. Absolutely. We just, it's just going to be a surprise. It's just going to be a surprise. <laughs> so... We'll just, you know, keep you on your toes a little bit and hopefully that's not that's not too annoying as fuck. But um between now and then, Akra, are there any other things we should leave our listeners with before we head out? No, I'm I'm a little impressed that we've we've just taken a chaotic energy this summer. So that's that's interesting. I hope y'all are too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, responsible chaos, of course, you know, everything in moderation. But speaking of Correct. speaking of moderation, until we meet again. <laughs> Uh, just remember to stay, stay colorful. colorful.